God shall condemn. For a topic for a few moments, God bless you all. I want to talk about you don't matter. Amen. You, you know, I'm not going to ask you to be rude and tell your neighbor anything this morning. Amen. Just, just shout in the air. You don't matter. You, you don't matter. Um, people uh, have a tendency to prepare weapons against you all the time. Um, weapons that are created to fight against you, to fight against your upward progression, um, your upward mobility. Um, dream killers. Individuals have a problem with you having the nerve to dream. Um, the audacity to thrive, to want, and to desire. Um, but I need to inform you this morning that uh, the people that are trying to kill your dreams, that have an issue with you desiring to be successful and moving forward in the things of God, they really don't matter. The weapons that they are creating they don't matter. Yeah. The words that they are saying, they don't matter. Fact is, you, you just don't matter like that. And we live in an hour where uh, people don't mind coming for you even when you don't send for them. Yeah. Am I telling the truth? Yeah. They, they, don't, they don't mind showing up. And they, they were not invited. Um, showing up in your business with no invitation. Nobody asked you for your opinion. Nobody asked you what you thought about the matter. How you feel about the situation. But for some reason or another, you feel compelled to pour out your nickel worth of emotion into my personal situation. Yeah, I, I, I gave you a raise from two cents. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, nobody asked you nothing. I, I suppose I could appreciate your opinion. Um, on some level or another, I understand your viewpoint. I got you concerning your ideals. But the fact still remains, I didn't ask for it. Even if I can understand where you're coming from, I didn't ask for all that. Even if on some level I agree with you, did I ask for that? Sometimes we get involved in scenarios that has absolutely nothing to do with us, uh -huh. and then when somebody read us, we have the nerve to get an attitude with them. If people are not sending for you, why are you coming for them? Why are you showing up comfortably in somebody else's business? Don't mind telling them what they ought to do concerning their kids. And you don't know what now one of yours are. We have to stop being moved by these weak weapons that are coming and being formed against us. By these words that are being spoken against us. Why are you worried about a weapon that has already been prophesied to not be able to prosper? Why are you concerned about a weapon that 
has already been prophesied will not be able to prosper in your life. It just does not have the power to prosper in your life. The weapon is weak. Look at your neighbor and tell him and talk. It's cheap. The weapon is weak and talk is cheap. Talk will never kill nobody. Now they used to say that sticks and stones. Break my bones with words. It will never hurt. But on some level or another, you know, the wrong person say the right thing. It'll do, it'll, it'll do something to you. Yeah. You let, let the right one get to talking. That's right. It'll, it'll mess your soul up. You are sitting around trying to get your mind together. Uh, some, some, some people can, 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 can blast you and, and never curse you. Um, never, never, never. Well, watch. Some, some people can tell you the truth. It didn't mess you up for a month. There's a story in the book of Numbers, the 22nd chapter, about uh, a brother named Balaam and Balak. Balaam said unto God that Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, sent unto me, saying, Behold, there is a people out of Egypt which covers the face of the earth. And this king, he's asked me, requested me, uh, that I would come and that I would curse this people. Mm -hmm. yeah. He said, peradventure, or suppose that I shall be able to overcome them and drive them out. The king asked Balaam to speak a word against God's people. Um, he offered him money. He offered him silver. He offered him everything that uh, he had in his possession all he wanted him to do was to show up and to speak a word against him. He wanted him to open up his mouth mm -hmm. and create from the inside of him a weapon against God's people. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't want to just fight with them um, as an army against an army, but I need you to first dilute their power with a word from your belly. Before we engage in battle, I need you to just speak victory over us and defeat over them. Understand that some people, they already know that you're too much to handle. There are some people, they know they can't just come at you sideways and crossways so they get with other folk behind your back before they ever show up in your face. Can I help, get some help in this house? Yes. Amen. Uh, because because they, 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 they trying to figure out some stuff about you. Watch me now. They trying to find your weak spots. They try to find a kink in the armor. And here, here's, here's a king that, that is worried about God's people. Understand that the underworld is always worried about God's people. Yeah. Because they know that with a God on their side, it's going to be near impossible to defeat them. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so he hooks up with uh, Balaam and he offers Balaam all of this money and riches and wealth and he say I need, I need you to speak against them but what he didn't know is that God had a different plan yes. in verse number 12 of the 22nd chapter of the num uh, book of Numbers he says God said unto Balaam you shall not go with them and that you shall not curse the people because they are blessed, blessed. hear the word there are individuals that are trying to uh, do things to you, that are trying to get you off track, that are trying to pull you from the presence. But God has already spoken and even told the enemy that he can only go so far with his attacks on your life. 
Don't you remember that when the sons of God presented themselves along with them came Satan and the Lord asked him, where did you come from? He said, from Rome and from to and fro. I'm looking for somebody that I can him up, somebody I can jam up. And the Lord said, wait a minute, have you considered my servant Job? He said, not nah, Job ain't even crossed my mind. Understand this point. Sometimes the devil show up in your, in, your place, in, in your face and in your place, not because he wanted to, but because God wanted him to. So sometimes when we be screaming out, that ain't nothing but the devil. Really, that's only the devil being used by God. Are y'all hearing this? You're going to have to stop running enemies off that God sent your way to prove the power that's on the inside of you. There are times that God would allow certain things to happen in your life only to show the enemy, to show your enemies, and to show you exactly what's in you. That you never realized how great was on the inside of you. And so, and so he said, he said, he said, have you considered Job? And he said, um, no, I haven't, but I will. Mm. He said, go ahead. Um, he's, he's over there and he's, he's wealthy. Uh, he got a beautiful wife, a lovely family. All is going well in his life. He said, go ahead and go. And, and the devil said, well, uh, does he not fear the Lord for naught? Mm. He said, you, you've given him so much. He has houses and land. He has influence. Um, he's a blessed man. No, he's, he's not going to fall off. He said, but um, the Lord said, no. He's going to be alright if you show up. And somebody needs to hear this. Because the enemy has shown up in your life. And God has already spoken into the atmosphere that you're going to be alright. Right. It don't feel like you're going to be alright. Yeah. All right. Because it's heavy on you right now. Yeah. Yeah. It don't feel like it's going to be all right because you're broke right now. You're yeah. broke in right now. You're struggling. It, do, it don't feel like, but look at somebody telling them, we don't operate our feelings. Yeah. Come on, we don't operate our feelings. Yeah, I, I know it feels bad and it feels yeah. tough and it feels tight and your back is against the wall. But, but God said, if you can get out of your feelings. Yeah. Are y'all hearing this? See, because it, it's hard to praise God when you're caught up in your feelings. It's hard to bless God when you're caught up in your feelings. And, and that, that, that's, why, that's why it's difficult for people to enter to his gates with thanksgiving. You can't come into his thanksgiving when you're in your feelings. All right, all right. To enter to his courts with praise, it's, it's hard to give God the praise when you're in your feelings. Wow. And, so, and so God said, get out of your feelings and pay attention to the facts. Yes. Right. And, so, on, and so fact is the fact, the fact. that with all the hell that you're going through right now, it looks bad, but you're going to be all right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Fact is, with, with the major struggle that, that has been laid at your feet right now, yes. it looks bad, but you're going to be all right. Be all right. The fact is that things have not turned around as of yet. But tell somebody you're going to be all right. Come on, somebody. You are going to be all right. Yes. You, there are curses that are literally coming your way. And as the curse is coming your way, in mid-air, God is turning the curse yeah. into a blessing. Are y'all hearing this? Hallelujah. Uh, with, in, in, in baseball, the, the, the pitcher has a, a number of different pitches that he can pitch. He can pitch a knuckleball, right? <laughs> yeah. But, but the one I like is called the curveball. Well. 
Because, because what, what happened is, instead, instead of it just coming direct toward the person that's about to bat at about 100 miles per hour, it's coming and it, it just all of a sudden makes a turn on its way. Y'all hearing this? And I'm telling somebody in this place that you are looking at something coming at you full steam ahead, but God said it is about to make a turn in your life. I know you think it's about to hit you. I know you think it's going to take you out. I know you feel like you're going to miss it, but God say it's about to make a turn. Y'all ain't hearing this. He said before the curse ever gets to you, the curse is going to just go through a transformation and it's going to be a blessing in your life. And so I don't tell people to stop talking about me and to keep my name out of their mouth. As a matter of fact, I encourage them, keep my name in your mouth because whether you bless me of your own will and volition or whether you call yourself cursing me, one way or another, God will take the things that the enemy meant for bad around. He will turn it around for your good. Am I talking to anybody in this house that feel the weight of the bad coming your way? That feel the weight of stress coming your way? That feel the weight of struggle coming your way? Take your name and say God is turning it around in your favor. The enemy, he, he wants you curse so bad that he's hired people. Y'all ain't hearing this. He's hired people to speak against you. Uh-huh. Ask your name, has anybody ever lied on you? Yes, Lord. Has anybody ever lied on you? Has anybody ever spoken against your character? Has anyone ever tried to dilute your influence? Has anybody tried to leave you struggling and raggedy? Has anybody tried to push you into a corner? Has anybody ever put their mouth on you in an ungodly way and you felt some kind of way but forgot that God said he was going to make a way out of nowhere? I'm trying to help somebody this morning. Have you ever found yourself in a position that it wasn't what people were doing to you that was affecting you? It was what people were saying to you that was affecting you. I can't believe that elder would talk about me like that. I can't believe that the wife would handle me like that. I can't believe believe that the church folk will come at me like that. Has it ever been just the, the words that are coming out of people's mouth? They speaking against your business, speaking against your marriage, speaking against your money, speaking against your children. I, I need somebody to know that they don't have to stop speaking in this season. You just have to realize that what they speaking really don't matter. Amen? The reason why what they speaking doesn't matter because they don't matter. Y'all are hearing this up in this house. Look at somebody say you really don't matter like that. Amen? Because when God blesses me, can't nobody curse me. But whoever God has already blessed When God blesses a man No man can curse that man And I'm looking for about 25 blessed folk in the house I'm looking for somebody that know that blessings are on your life That the favor of God is on your life And it don't matter what the enemy is saying It don't matter what your haters are saying Find somebody that say I am full of favor I am a blessed man I am a blessed woman And we watch me that Let me hear from the blessed folk this morning. Y'all yes. play in church. Let me hear from the blessed folk. The people that, that know that they are blessed this morning. Look, look at somebody and say, because I'm blessed, what they're talking about is irrelevant. Y'all are hearing this. Don't you know that there is a spirit of irrelevancy that is forming the atmosphere? That you got people that are irrelevant all around you. And they trying to find their relevancy by speaking against you. They trying to be relevant by hanging next to you. By standing in your company. But I come against every spirit of irrelevancy. Every spirit of distraction. Every spirit of hatred that is coming your way. The man that's trying to curse you is a 
if it mattered a month ago or if it mattered a year ago, look at your neighbor and say, at this point in my life, in this season of my life, it really don't matter. You affected my mind last year. Significant or pertinent at this phase in my life. Tell somebody we cool. I mean, we cool. Good. Good. You know what I'm saying? I ain't mad at you. But I just need you to know that you don't carry that level of influence. Are you hearing this? Now, 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 and some of y'all are going to be real this morning. I'm going to close this down. Some of y'all will be real. That there used to be a time that when folk come at you the wrong way, it'll mess with your praise. Yeah, yeah right. It'll mess with your worship. Yeah. Yeah. It'll mess with your devotion. Come on, somebody. It, it will affect you. You, you. you stop going to church behind folk. Yes. You wouldn't you would bless God the way you need to bless God behind people. Uh -huh. they, look at somebody say, it used to be a time. Now you talking to the wrong one. Find somebody that's real. It used to be a time. But grab by the hand and say, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I acted like a child. I felt like a child. I was petty like a child. But I've been built up on my most holy faith. And now it don't matter what the pastor got to say. It don't matter what the bishop got to say. It don't matter what the missionary got to say. that the weapon is irrelevant. And every tongue that rises up against you, he will condemn. Why? Because it's irrelevant. The weapons are irrelevant. The words are irrelevant. But your worship is the only thing that matters. The weapons will affect your worship if you let it. 
The words will affect your worship if you let it. The only way that those irrelevant situations can affect a relevant situation is if you give it that power. Let us stand. We want to worship this for a moment. Come on. Just for a moment. All over this place. All over this house. Come on, come on, stretch those hands all over this place. Come on, keep your hearts. Let's worship him right now for the spiritual growth, the advancement, the maturity that he's given you.